I'm really happy to have my colleague, Lorna Poole, all the way from beautiful Emerald Isle with us today. And Lorna and I have spoken together on air before, and we've had some great talks about how we move from maybe being a bit of an attractor for the bad boys in life to getting a little more conscious and uh, saying, what do I really want? What do I deserve? And what am I going to attract? So let me tell you a little bit about Lorna. I'm going to read it for you. And then we're going to get into this fascinating discussion. Because Lorna is a dating coach, and she helps smart, savvy, successful women, single women, find love. And with a great guy no hijackles, a great guy by showing you how to master the dating game from getting asked out to saying I do. She's the founder of Lorna Poole Magnet for Love Coaching, and she founded that after her admitted own love disaster. We'll ask her about that in a bit. And she decided it was time to get it right. So she did a lot of thinking about that and soul searching and realized that she kept attracting the wrong guys and knew if she never took her own life seriously, she wouldn't meet her Mr. Right. And luckily for Lorna, we all know that she did meet him, and now she has the beautiful Ellie in her life to prove it. (laughs) So welcome to the program, Lorna. Thank you, and thanks for the beautiful um, introduction. Oh, my pleasure. So you've you've had the experiences that many people have had. Some people recover, hopefully most of them, and get on a better path. Other people don't, and we want to help people understand. So let's talk for a minute about your own love disaster. Tell us about what happened to you. Well, I struggled with love for many, many years, well into my uh, 30s. And I didn't know why I was struggling until the last guy I went out with before I changed my life. I call him my one bad boy too many. Um, (laughs) He was, you know, I used to have these instant relationships. We'd meet and it would be high chemistry. And we'd, you know, I love you the next day. And... We went out for a very short period. He left. He didn't care. And I was in bits. And the worst thing, and I don't really need to start with this part, but you know, this is a low point for me that I don't like admitting, but I'm, I'm, I am admitting if people, um, if, if it helps somebody. I remember my thinking at that time. I was thinking that he was better looking than me. And the only way I would get him was if I jumped into bed with him because I wouldn't have had him any other way and you know I was a relationship type girl and I was like all these other girls do and like what a low point what a low self-worth but where this all stemmed from that I know now from my journey was when I grew up I didn't see my parents relationship as something I aspired to have My mom, my dad was the boss of my mom and I hated that. I hated that um, my mom would just jump to his every demand and I did not want what I saw. And for that reason, I ended up attracting men that were very the same, the very same and I, I didn't know it, especially my late 20s and early 30s. I mean, I dated every guy you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
back. Um, I got myself in very dangerous situations, but lucky for me, I got out. But my father was controlling mm-hmm. and he was the boss of my mother. And, you know, he, I'd love to share some of the, the, the signs that I saw when I was young that I know now. And one of them was he wouldn't let my mom go visit her, her sisters or her mom. There was, there was always a fight if she wanted to go visit anybody. And if she did go visit somebody, she would do it when he was working long hours hard and he wouldn't find out. Um, he was in control of the finances. So my mom was left kind of ignorant, um, kind of dependent on him. And that's a very big sign of control. She was dependent on him for her living. And I feel controllers do that. Oh, and Um, they do. They do, for sure. I just want to add something into your story because I hope everyone's listening to the different language that Lorna is using to talk about hijackal behavior. Now, we don't know about her dad if he was a hijackal or not, but we know already that he wanted to control things. And that's a big, big red flag, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And me watching this growing up was like, that's the last thing I want. But because I had such a strong emotional charge to it, um, which I'd love to talk about later, how to let go of that. Um, I would attract the very thing I didn't want. Sure. Um, And I would attracted men like this. I attracted men who didn't like my friends, um, would point out what's wrong with my friends. Uh, If I went out on on a night out, they didn't want to go or they'd start a row about it or there was a problem about it. Um, you want to think that's what I tolerate it. Oh my God. Another thing that my dad did a lot of was everything was your fault. Um, there was something wrong with you. Nothing was good enough. When uh, we rode horses, I rode horse for years and I would come off that animal and all I listened to in the car on the way home is everything I did wrong while everybody else was getting eliminated, you know, a lot worse than what I did. And that became your being. And I always thought I was not good enough and I didn't have the self word. And when you feel like that, you attract men who treat you like that. I remember the first guy who treated me well, I nearly threw up in the toilet because it was so foreign to be treated nicely. Oh my. You know, it was so, I, I, I'd like to share that sometimes when you're changing your life initially, it can feel negative because it's so different to what you're used to. And whatever we grow up in, it's comfortable to us even when we don't like it. I remember, true. I remember working with a therapist and she said to me, you know, I came in after this, when I hit rock bottom after this bad relationship I had. And she said to me, you actually like being miserable. And I was like, what? I was really offended by this. But that was my, my norm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't think I'd go so far as to say you liked being miserable. I think that probably was a wake-up call for you, but I don't think that was a very uh, kind or honest thing to say. Because until we realize that we have been groomed by our parental experience to view relationships and ourselves in a particular way, we don't we're not consciously going out and saying, let me see if I can attract the wrong person. 
No. We, we just simply do because our brain development is such that all that time, even before we have language, we're observing what's going on in, in our homes. And so this is getting into our very pores, like this is what I deserve. This is the way relationships go. This is how men and women are. And even though our conscious brain said, I don't want any way that the way dad's treating mom and I don't want to be like mom, Everything else went in there subconsciously. So it takes a moment, whether it's the harsh words of a therapist, I hope it's not always harsh, but I hope it's always honest, to say, hey, you know, you, you got here organically and you got here uh, completely naturally. Now you have the opportunity to reassess and say, I don't like here. I'd like to go somewhere else. So what happened then? How did I get to the other side? Yeah. Well, after this therapist told you that, that you were, <laughs> this was your issue, what she did was you do? Actually, she was actually amazing. She was very loving, very kind, and just showed that I didn't have boundaries. She showed me that, um, that I was emotionally shut down. Uh, and that's really important for a quality relationship. You will not attract a quality relationship till you're kind of in the right place yourself, that you can express your emotions, that you're available to be vulnerable, that you can open up your heart. And these were the areas I, I, were, I was stuck. And she used to ask me about my, um, you know, into the past, and I would go blank. It was really, mm. really shut down I was and I remember her sharing and this is what's very powerful for people changing their life I remember her sharing with me to feel my feelings even the ones that were painful that I didn't want to feel and the, doing those things actually sets you up for a healthy relationship and when I think of what I grew up in and what I attracted to where I am now what changed I broke the pattern Exactly. And that's what's so important. And what a wonderful job she did to be able to show you that you were in that subconscious, unconscious pattern. And so you were just following along with what your life so far had, had dictated. And she told you you had choice that you could, in fact, get in touch with your feelings. So if any listeners are, are realizing that they've shut down in order to protect themselves, because that's what we're doing, is just recognize that, okay, feelings hurt, but feelings aren't bad. There's a really good um, post that Lee Nielsen, uh, Nielsen um, posted about lo real lo love does not hurt. It's not being loved that hurts. And I used to find this very, very powerful. Uh, but, you know, I, I growing up taught men were horrible. They were bad. They were mean. There's mm -hmm. no nice ones. I, you know, all the typical things you hear, uh, you know, they lie, they cheat. And when you think like that, you'll, you'll gather evidence that shows you that. I remember being with a friend one time and she was telling me, how this married guy wanted to be with her and da 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 da. And she's like, what will I do about it? And, and I said, get out of there. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I was, yeah, I changed my life at this stage. And she said, uh, oh, but I like him. And I was like, okay, why do you want to stay there? And she goes, I don't want to get hurt. And the interesting thing about that is she, 
that situation is setting her up to be hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when we live in that, that feeling of getting hurt, we attract situations into our life that give us this, that, that create the very same thing we don't want until we shift that. Yes. Yes. And, and that shift is the moment when the light comes on and all of a sudden we say, Oh my, you know, I've been going down this pathway because it's the only pathway I knew. And I had been trained carefully that I didn't deserve better. You know, like thinking of your friend. Well, she didn't expect that these people who were already hurting her, she says she doesn't want to leave them because she doesn't want to be hurt. And she needed to see the opposite of that. She was being hurt every single minute she was in that relationship. And that's a real issue. So we want to talk about that further and to explore what we can do to move from one side, which is I'm attracting what I don't want and yet I don't know how to attract what I do to I'm attracting what I do want and life is in complete happy mode and so we're going to talk about that further yeah how I started 